Hello, how you doing in podcast land? It's the greatest tag team of podcast history. It's the FTR podcast. It's the heart foundation of podcast. It's the it's the, the rock. No, not the rockers. The rockers didn't really win a title, so we won't, we won't talk about that. Keep going, keep going. The Dundee boys of the podcast. It's the souls of the podcast. Well, it's Max. It's Skillet. It's the Kick Cap podcast, and we are back. Another episode. How were you, Max? How was your uh, Good Friday? And how was your how was your weekend? And how was your week been? Hectic. Um, I'm still in the process of moving. Well, I've moved. It's just doing up the house and stuff like that, and seeing family over the Easter and stuff like that. Um, even this weekend coming, I've got weddings and stuff to attend. So busy, 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 man. But we don't want to disclose where you've moved to. Yeah, we don't want any WrestleManiacs. <laughs> coming to your yard and and disturbing you but are you still a north londoner no i've moved out of london entirely <laughs> <laughs> listen i've lived in north london all my life i know i know the entire north london <laughs> every borough back of my hand but um just in terms of you know how it is getting what you can for your money in london like you're gonna get bombed. That's the only way to put it. So, oh, 100%, 100%. I moved a bit further out and um, loving life with my my young family. And we got a nice big garden. My son runs around in all day. Oh, um, so yeah, it's very proud of thank you. you. Thank you. So you've, you've been telling me you've been moving for a few months now, and and I didn't get to say congratulations properly. And I'm proud of you. That's a big step, big move for you and your family. I'm proud of you, and that's gonna be great. It's gonna be great yeah. to see your son running around in the garden, and that's what that's what we have to do. And that's the thing, brother. Like that's unfortunately for most Londoners, that's that's the move we have. That's the sacrifice we have to make. Yeah, tell happy me home. about it. And you know what, bro? The funny thing is, you probably you probably will enjoy family life more when you're out of London, anyway. Yeah, London Every, everyone everyone seems to be happier outside of London. London is, <laughs> it's a mad place, bro. Like so. What are you really missing? And I'm sure that where you've moved to is not a far commute to where you have to go to. For, I mean, you're probably working from home, but if you're not working from home, it's not a far commute to come back and see family and stuff like that. So. No, no. Like, it's, it's a, a, a bit of a, a young drive. Um, doesn't surpass an hour. Um, so yeah. far, I've been back in London every weekend or so anyway. So, yeah, it's all no, good. Well done, bro. Proud of you, man. Thank okay. you, man. I need to come around and destroy your house. <laughs> <laughs> By watching in your house, that's what we're gonna do. Um, <laughs> Don't mind. Uh, what's the I, like? I, I guess we should kick off with the major announcement first in the world of wrestling. Tony Khan has announced what we 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 all well, especially me and you, uh, kind of guessed what was gonna happen. The Super Show, AEW, NJPW having a Super Show called the Forbidden Door in June or July. June. June 26th. Not even that far. Just around the corner. So we're going to see, I'm hoping we're going to see all the major stars from each one. I'm sure they are, because I know CM Punk and Akada definitely wants to get their hands on Okada. Uh, um, Punk and Brian definitely wants to get their hands on Okada. Yeah. So, so that's going to happen. Um, if, if it's going to happen in this year's Forbidden Door, who knows? But it's good to see that we finally, you know, COVID's out of the way. I'm assuming this is always something they wanted to do, you know, in 2020, 
2021, but COVID hasn't really made that possible. Now travels back, people can travel out of Japan now and come to America and whatnot. We're having this super show of AEW and NJPW. I'm excited for this. This should be a good one. What's your thoughts on it, man? Yeah, I think um, this has been a long time coming. Like you said, there's probably been some delays before, you know, this point. Um, it's just fantastic for fans. Again, AEW know how to kind of service their their core fan base. They never miss when it comes to that. There has been a lot of questions by people about, will this grow the audience? Um, there's other things that it can do to grow the audience. It doesn't have to be, you know, something like this. This this is for the hardcores that know New Japan faces, obviously the AEW faces they've now become familiar with. Um, the, the dream matches are endless, like I was talking through them earlier today. Like there could be about five or six dream matches for Brian Danielson alone. Um, so, and this is one of the key things he left WWE for. I think he was pretty much content um, with life in WWE. WWE even tried to get that partnership with New Japan. New Japan told WWE we're in bed with AEW. So Daniel, Daniel Bryan left. Um, so this is going to be special for him as well. But more than anything, I think New Japan need this. Um, they've been kind of a, going through a low period for quite a while now. Um, and getting the the support, I say support of AEW. AEW benefits from this as well, especially in the that that market over there where all of a sudden AEW appears on New Japan World, and you know they got the AEW Dynamite in Japanese with Japanese commentary. That should have been the biggest giveaway that this was coming. Um, but yeah, beneficial for both. But New Japan should really see this as a a restart and you know get another opportunity to make big waves in the US. For superstars like Jay White, who again, since the pandemic, haven't done a lot of anything, you know, he already seems from the announcement he's going to be a key figure in all of this. It does seem a bit that it's going to be a bit bullet club, undisputed, elite, eccentric, but we'll see. But like you said, it's literally in, you know, about eight weeks time. It's, it's not long we have to wait at all. So I'm assuming this is not a AEW versus NJPW. It's a card where both promotions will have matches on this card. It's kind of like what kind of like what WCW used to do back in the day with their cross promotion with WCW and New Japan, WCW New Japan Worldwide. I'm assuming it's going to be something like that. Basically, yes, some cross promotion between the two. Yes, some dream matches between the two. But a lot of it is just like, say, for instance, I don't know, Rapunzel 3K. Even though they're not together anymore. But let's mm. say Rapunzel 3K. <laughs> Uh, was the post off against, um, uh, let's say, let's just say, uh, Kenta, oh, you know, remember a bullet club, whatever, yeah, um, yeah. Um, say them two that they had a match, and that's going to be on the card, and then you have, you know, um, Moxley versus Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah, like well, this is the thing, it, ha it hasn't been said. I think everyone assumes straight away this is going to be a versus situation like someone from AEW versus someone from New Japan, but it hasn't actually said how this is going to play out. You would assume it's going to be a bit of a versus situation because otherwise, you know, each promotion could just do this on themselves. They don't need, yeah. you know, the whole coming together thing. Um, but I think for, for, for me, more than anything, I don't want a situation where this is just a bunch of tag matches to defend, you know, to keep each, everyone's superstars looking strong. Um, when places come, tend to come together, they tend to do that. We never see something big like, you know, 
say for instance Okada versus Hangman Page each promotions champion someone has to lose you see what I mean and people are scared to to make their champion lose and what that will make their champion look like so they instead do things like this with just tag matches up and down the card Um, yeah and it's dead Noah and New Japan done a on the third day of Wrestle Kingdom Wrestle this Kingdom, year, yeah, yeah, that yeah. joint show, and it's like the, the everything was a tag match. The the main yeah. event was a tag match. Like no one's here for that. You see what I mean? So yeah. hopefully AEW New Japan they learned those lessons and they put on a competitive card. Um, they've put it in a good place in terms of the the year <clears throat> because I think following that, obviously middle of the year is when. New Japan start building towards Wrestle Kingdom and getting who they need to look strong for Wrestle Kingdom. So this is far out enough to um, not have to, you know, worry too much if someone loses. Right. <clears throat> okay. We'll see. I mean, I'm definitely interested. I feel like AEW's done a lot of great booking within their own show. So they'll hopefully have some great creative booking with uh, ideas for this New Japan AEW match and, and make a way where they can book it that make both brands strong. But that's what it needs to be. It needs to be a thing where both brands are strong from the from artists. This is the reason why WWE doesn't really want to collaborate with anyone because they don't want to make anyone else strong but themselves. Exactly. But yeah. So it's like, yeah, this would be good if as long as both brands are strong, I, I, and I can see that I can see AEW and, and JPW doing that. So it'll be a win win. Let's see, man. Well, Tony can't have a better relationship with AJPW than Eric Bishop had. If he does, I mean, he's already got a great relationship with him already. We haven't seen much more than what we've seen already. So we'll see. I think, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I mean, the only thing for me is that. They, they, you know, they're holding, making a whole thing about the Forbidden Door and calling the pay-per-view Forbidden Door, which I think is a terrible name, but it is what it is. Um, but ultimately, they've been having New Japan guys in AEW. You see what I mean? So, um, yeah, Kenta's been here. Ishii's been here. Suzuki's been here. Um, Tanahashi's been shown on AEW TV to like, hype-up Moxley stuff. So... Yeah, this is it's, it's just good. It's going to happen on this level. But Forbidden Door with New Japan, uh, I wouldn't say it's new right now. No, no, I wouldn't either. But um, I wanted to big up NK uh, from Wrestlings because he uh, went to Twitter uh, as soon as the, the news was announced. And he had this to say. Hey, yo, I don't want to hear shit from all of you wrestling niggas. AWX New Japan is happening. You niggas is trash. Your favorite company is trash. I don't care what company you, you like. If it ain't AEW, if it ain't New Japan, suck a glizzy. Fuck out of here, niggas. It's time. It's time, you bitch ass niggas. June 29th. TK and New Japan put you bitch ass niggas on notice. Fuck out of here. Suck a Gleezy. Suck a Frank. I'm <laughs> pussy hole. 
I mean, to say he's excited is an understatement. I loved your comment. He said it sounds like he was crying tears of joy or whatever. <laughs> Drunk um, tears. Like, listen, NK is a massive NJPW mark and he loves AEW, so he, this, is, he, this is what he wanted to see. And he's getting it. I just hope it delivers. Because yeah. I've watched so much wrestling from such a young age and I've seen a lot of these cross-promotional things and it hasn't really done the way it should do. So I'm holding back some excitement. I am, of course, excited for it, but I'm not going to get too excited. Because who knows? Like but, I said, it's, it's all about them booking it right. No, no one should be scared now about who's going to look good and who's going to look bad. Like they said, they're doing a preview match, which is, they've already done it. They would have recorded it last night or come out on Rampage on Friday, Adam Cole versus Ishii, which a lot of people are saying online was a fantastic match. I don't I don't know the outcome as of yet. I watched Rampage. But um, in my opinion, Ishii should win. Like Ishii should win yeah. and go into the Owen tournament. That's what the match is for. And then have a good run in the Owen tournament. Like yeah. we need to be equal here so that everyone feels like, yeah, I can send my guys to um, AEW and they'll look good and not be made to look rubbish. And eventually AEW will send some guys to New Japan for extended periods and they can have the confidence that, yeah, they, they, those guys are going to be treated well over there as well. I personally would, how I think how they should book it is make New Japan have a clean sweep. Clean sweep over AEW. Just batter them. Yeah, because... Liverpool 4, Man U nil. That kind of stuff. Because it will just show in Japan it's another level. And then, when you have the following show, AEW wants revenge. And they're training harder and they get better and better. And they're best New Japan. Eventually they get I think that's how they should do it, but what do I know? We'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's it's in Chicago. It's on US soil, so um, yeah, it'll be very interesting. I, I would like I to see some. Of, I can hear a lot of AW fans screaming at me thinking of that of that crazy. <laughs> there will be criticisms, of course, but there there is no right way to do it. There's a wrong way, which we said is just hella tag matches, and that's my only other worry because you know AEW and New Japan is is very faction heavy, so I don't want to see hella, you know, eight man tags, ten man tags, and all this stuff. Like, if those are just here and there in between, between like really good singles matches, then fair enough. But yeah, that's that's the wrong way to do this. Give us a card full of tag matches, but um, I'm sure they've learned their lesson and it'll be a good show. I love that Adam Cole and Jay White were the ones who made this announcement uh, between New Japan and. AEW, um, undisputed elite. That's what that. they're calling themselves. Yeah, they, they when when um, Adam Cole and them lot came from NXT over, they were meant to be called Paragon. Really? Which, yeah, I don't know where they pulled that name from, but it, it just clearly just never took off. So they started calling themselves Undisputed Elite. Okay, they're still under the Red Dragon moniker, though. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. tag team is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... Do you want to talk about AEW rest of the show? Um, I'm trying to think of anything significant that happened on like, the I know, show. Like Darby Allen and Andrade had a coffin match. With, with, like, fun, like, yeah, it was just a bit of a chaotic coffin match, really. Um, it, it was good fun. Um, I was comparing it earlier towards like you know, like back in the day when like Monday Night Raw just to 
the main event segment was just absolute madness. Yeah. You just see the five, six, seven top guys all come out, and it was kind of that like that. And, and um, AEW have finished a couple of shows like that, and it's it, it's for good fun. But Andrade versus Darby was it was hardly a wrestling match because it was a coffin match and all that yeah, stuff. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. Um, we saw CM Punk open the show. He had a really good match with Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, that was a really solid match. Um, and then obviously when CM Punk won, when he was making his exit, Hangman Page met him on the entranceway. Um, it's kind of, you know, you've been talking about my belt <laughs> for, for all this time. So a little stare down, it looks like we're probably going to get that at double or nothing. I'll ask you, do, who do you think is going to win that match? CM Punk or Hangman Page to retain? Well, it's Punk. Punk's only had one loss, isn't it? And that was against MJF, right? Yes. I want to say yes. So every other match is one. So say, for instance, he might be like 20 and one or 25 and one. Or something like that. I think he's 16 and one, I think is his record. Yeah. MJF is the only one that's beating him. I think they should keep it on Hangman, you know? Which I think is what they'll do. But what's playing up in the back of my mind is that Punk beats Hangman and then to transition the belt to MJF. MJF has beaten Punk once. Punk has beaten MJF once. They need the rubber match. And for the title... MJF, MJF do it? I think if they had MJF versus Punk in a, in a title match, MJF wins. Um, I feel like they should keep Punk and MJF away from each other for a little while. I feel like MJF. I feel like Hangman should beat Punk and then lose it to MJF. Oh, Hangman should lose to MJF. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, MJF is such a good heel. Those are like two of the biggest baby faces he could beat, and it will be impactful. Hangman or CM Punk. I just feel because he's already started this series with CM Punk. It so what should you can be do Punk is, at this point. Punk could beat. Sorry, Punk could lose to Hangman. Mm-hmm. Hangman beat more of a people. Hangman keeps winning. MJF yeah. is thrones Hangman with shenanigans. Punk is like, see, I, I can't respect you. you look, 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 look at where you won the title. Like You beat a really hard-fought champion that beat me. Yeah. You earned, it, earned it, and then you go and cheat and beat him. I'm going to beat you because I beat you before. I'm going to mm. take this title back of you, and I'm going to give Hangman Page a, 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 a title. Yeah, yeah. And then he loses to, he loses to MJF. That's what they should do. Could do. Um, either the way, Punk snaps. The Punk <laughs> snaps, Max. He snaps, and when he snaps, he goes back to Raw. He goes back to Raw, <laughs> and he said, "I want the WWE title." <laughs> and loses to Roman Reigns. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a hard one. It's like you know what? I have to say, thank God for AEW because it, it does make wrestling exciting again, and we get to have these conversations. We get the book, fantasy book of another company. And, yeah. You know, thank God they love you, man. Big up Tony Khan. So. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing a good job over there. But yeah, yeah. Um, so Punk had that little segment. Um, as for other stuff on the cards, it was it was a pretty decent middle-of-the-road show. Nothing to really scream about, of course. Like you said, we got the announcement. Um, we Is saw that it. Are facing, facing off against each other? Oh, yeah, so... That's going to be next week. Um, Cash Wheeler versus Dax Harwood and the winner gets into the Owen Hart tournament. I, like I can't that. help but think this is literally going to be like 
a repeat of like a Bret Hart versus Owen Hart match. Like they, them, them not gonna literally study all of their their yeah, team this week and just spit out some. But well, they won't be hard. Them and study everyone any all the time. Oh, anyway. yeah, 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 yeah. They're students for the game. Um, big up. Oh, oh, knowledge was saying in my comments on Instagram that um, should Bret Hart kind of make an appearance? Um, he's been kind of. It's been said he's he's gonna come over there, but I think this is a a better time than any for Bret Hart to kind of show his face and kind of you know give yeah. thanks to these guys that are going to put on a great match to honor him and his brother. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right, and um, let's talk about the WWE. Um, I didn't get to see Raw this week. What um, happened on Raw this week? Um. I guess the CM Punk and so, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes and um, Seth Rollins stuff is still bubbling away. Um, there's the, Seth Rollins basically put Cody Rhodes in the same situation that he found himself in at WrestleMania. Seth wow. Rollins said that I'm going to give you a match um, tonight in the main event. You don't know who the opponent's going to be. Um, you just have to be ready sort of thing. Yes. And the opponent was Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins' best friend. And they had a decent match, and Cody Rhodes went over. Cody Rhodes won it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Seth Rollins wasn't too happy about that. But, yeah, they've really got their match set in stone for WrestleMania Backlash. Um, Which is yeah. when? Um, I think it's about three, four weeks' time. Okay. Um, so, I know that Naomi faced up against Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley... I think she got the win. Yeah, she got the win. Um, no, they lost. They it, it was it was a tag team championship match. Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Um, Rhea Ripley got pinned, I believe, and then yeah, she turned on Liv Morgan. So yeah, Rhea Ripley is a heel now, um, but she hasn't quite joined up with. Edge and Damian Priest, which is, you know, what people have been saying is more than likely going to happen. So, waiting to see that happen. Um, so, Sonny Deville, what was the Sonny Deville segment about? Did she take out Bianca Belair? Um, so, so Bianca, Bianca Belair went to attack her, um, didn't quite attack her, got her in the position of, of her KOD and just dropped her on the floor when Sonia threatened to fine her. And then when the fine was going to, um, sorry, backstage, I think Sonia was trying, was pushing for her to get a fine and Bianca Belair came to pay her fine, but Adam Pierce had only charged her $1, a $1 fine because they wow. can all see what Sonia is doing is just a joke. And apparently there's repercussions for Sonia Deville as well. Um, coming up, so we'll we'll wait and see. Um, Ver Mahan beat another, did he beat another jobber, didn't he? Yeah, he just beat some jabroni. Like, if they want Ver Mahan to be somebody, yes. like, be, make him beat like credible people, you get me? Like, yeah. what's all this just beating no one's? Like, that's not, I think they should do enough. one more him beating a jobber, then slowly start going on to the like the 24 7 title competitors. And go through to the US title, yeah, the mid card and yeah. stuff like that. That's what they should do, do it properly, like take time a bit. Yeah, no one's in a rush to see Babe Mahan versus someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take time, it's a bit. true, 
It's true. KO, it's true. And the KO show had Ezekiel, and then they had like a level confrontation. But maybe I think KO. So like a lie detector they done they done a lie detector segment, which was it's just typical WWE comedy. But with the guys involved, to be fair, it came off quite well. Um, Ezekiel's pretty funny. We know Kevin Owens is hilarious. Chad Gable was brilliant as well in this segment. Um, and basically everything that Ezekiel was asked it showed up that he wasn't lying, that he actually was Ezekiel. Um, and you know that thing that Elias used to say? Um, i got one question to ask everyone or something like that. Who wants to walk with Elias? Yeah. <laughs> so he basically busts that but changed the word. So he's like, um, I've got one question for everybody. And it's like, everyone's like anticipating he's going to say the Elias line. He's going to prove he's Elias. And then he goes, who wants to speak with Zeke? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah he, he literally got everyone so yeah then he had a match afterwards with chad gable which wasn't great otis came and broke it up and they got disqualified anyway um but yeah they're, they're having a good time it's it's a little fun story arcade bro versus the street profits what happened there um street profits got the win so street profits using some underhanded tactics street profits um i think Riddle was in the ring and he, I think he looked like he was, I don't know, about to get the win over Dawkins in the ring. And you see Montez Ford kind of signal to the entranceway like this. And then the user's music hits, but nobody comes out. But it does that age old WWE thing where it distracts everybody. <laughs> and then um, Street Profits got the win. And then after the match, basically admitted to, um, yeah, causing a distraction, um, which got them some booze. They kind of healed it up a bit. And then just said, said that, that yeah, you know, no matter what happens with this whole title unification thing in the tag division, that they shouldn't be slept on and stuff. So right. possibly teasing a heel term, which I think would be good for the Street Profits, That's just something right. different to do. 100%. I think it should definitely turn. Yeah. It definitely would give Montez more character as well. Yeah, exactly. Some more to work with. Finn Balor versus Fury for the United States Championship. How did this go, mate? They've spliffed our boy, man. They like no one cares about Finn Balor anymore. He's done out here. He's just like a forty-something-year-old man now, just waiting to maybe do out his contract and be done with this because that this run was so underwhelming, um, especially at a time when Roman holds the two championships. So the likes of Finn Balor as the US champion and Ricochet as the Intercontinental champion, they should be the guys that are like at the top of their shows, if Roman's going to be floating between these two shows. Yeah. Um, but no, Theory Theory got the win. It was it was very obvious that Theory was going to win. Um, he got the win. He got the United States Championship now. The, the heel locker room came out to pick him up on their shoulders and celebrate with him. Like, since when do heels do anything like that and care about each other? That's like a, that's like a face tendency. When faces win championships, then the rest of the other faces come out and be like, yeah, we're happy for you. But heels don't do that. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, but, yeah. um... And then Vince, Vince McMahon came out to, you know, give, give Theory, I guess, some of the rub. And he took some selfies with Theory. So, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, because yeah, because that that heel thing you're talking about is kind of similar to when Brett won the title, but obviously they did that with faces, obviously. Yeah, like, for heels, yeah. it's like they flipped it. It's like no, we're gonna do one. With, I don't know. Vince is, he's got he's got high hopes from Fairy, man. He does. 
think he's yeah. he's very like how they saw Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think. I think um I think it was said this past week they don't see him as John Cena. Like they're not pushing for him to be like the next face of the company. Yeah. But I do think they hold him in high regard. So having a Randy Orton-esque career is nothing to sneeze at. That would be Absolutely. brilliant. For that's, him. Still big, yeah. that's still a big deal. Yeah. Okay. And talk to me about this wedding segment because uh, <laughs> Yeah, was it good? Was it funny? Again, just typical WWE con- comedy segment, but it wasn't bad because of the people involved. Obviously, our truth was the um, the deacon, the pastor, if you like, um, marrying these lot off. Um, it was good to see Tamina come out with her bridesmaids, Naomi and Sasha Banks, which kind of okay. harpens back to like 2015 when they were doing the team bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after Sasha made her main roster debut. So, yeah, that was that was cool to see. And then um, Tamina, when they were like about to like, you know, say it's all done and confirmed or whatever, Tamina was swapping partners. So first she swapped Tazawa, who was who she's meant to marry, with um what's his face? Reggie. Reggie, yeah. And then she swapped herself with Tazawa. So it looked like she was about to marry Dana Brooke. And then the crowd, as you know, horny middle-aged men probably oh, do, God, started getting so all excited. <laughs> oh, Everyone in the arena started getting excited. Yes, chance and everything that they thought Tamina and Dana Brooke were gonna get married and kiss. Um, and then Tamina returned herself to Tazawa and then everyone started booing um and then yeah they they kissed um Reggie's kiss on Dana Brooke was just to set him up to pin Dana Brooke um and um he became 24-7 champion then Tamina pinned him and then Tamina became 24-7 champion and I think did Tazawa roll her up Tazawa rolled up Tamina and became 24-7 champion then Dana Brooke um came off the top rope and pinned um Tazawa to become 24-7 champion and then Dana Brooke escaped on our truth's back. Um, yeah, that was a segment. But they're all married. They're officially married now. now. They're all officially married now. Yeah. That will continue on. Uh... It'll, it'll probably be on more on Raw, yeah. More on Raw. And obviously, more to add on to the 24 7 title as well. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it was funny. It was all right. Anything else that I'm not thinking of? That, um... um, nothing that I can think of immediately. Um, in terms of the the week of wrestling, that was pretty much it. I mean, to go as far back as Friday last week, we had the mm-hmm. um the AEW Championship match between Adam Page and Adam Cole on Rampage. Oh, the, the, uh, the that was the the, the Texas Death Match one. That um, table spot. That table spot was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was a really good match. Um, they done well with it. Battle of the Belts that happened the next night um, was pretty drab, um, but good to see Jonathan Gresham get like a, a TV a TV match, if you like. Um, him versus Dalton Castle was really interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty much been this week in wrestling. Um, you know, the the massive thing has been now this story about this um, New Japan AEW show. So we've got eight weeks or so to build to that show. So we'll see what it looks like. Okay. 
Well, unfortunately, we don't have any interviews on this episode. We got some stuff that will be coming in next week, but uh, nothing in this week either. But uh, hopefully, we get the, the 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 gang back together. Tay, Tay's, I think she's back, recovered from her surgery, so she looks like she's she's gonna be back on her feet soon. And Ace hopefully will be joining us soon. But um, I'm just trying to think. Is there anything else we need to talk about in the world of wrestling? Or is that it? I can't really. I don't really think there's um anything else in terms of major news that's happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, I mean, the only other thing which I know it'll interest you, um, since this news of this new Japan AEW thing was announced, Kenta has been straight on the <laughs> straight straight on the Twitter and that, and said he wants CM Punk <laughs> like. He's not messing about. He he wants that punk match. He's been saying he wants that punk match, and now this is the better time, best time than any to have that punk match. So punk, punk needs to he needs to do it, man. I really hope I really hope Punk um, steps up and gives Kenta what he wants because I could see Punk leaning towards more Okada, but I think that could yeah, do but that could build. They, could, they don't have to do Okada straight they away. They don't have to do that now. Yeah, you're right. Give people what they want. Give give a dynamic fight between Kenta and Punk. I'm mm-hmm. sure Kenta wouldn't mind losing to Punk. Just getting Kenta that respect and honouring him and telling, telling that story of you took my move. I agree. My move, you know? Yeah, uh, I agree. It should be punk Kenta. That'd be amazing. I'm excited to see what happens. They, they better book this right, man. They better book this right. They got eight weeks. And, and, and they got a pay-per-view in between, which I, I feel at this point, double or nothing's just in the way. Um, but I guess they got to do it. And they got time. They got time to like. Um, they got time to take care of Ring of Honor as well. Don't rush Ring of Honor. Yeah. Proper like, like sort that out as well. And mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay. It's a good time. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan right now. That's what I'll say. That's what we call this show. This episode, a good time. Be a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. All right, Max. Well, thank you for joining me, man. Um, no problem. We'll get if any more like breaking news hits. We'll try and get on it and give give people them some more exclusive news. Um, next week we we'll definitely will have the Naomi interview next episode for sure, for sure, for sure. That will be on the next episode, and then uh, we'll come up with some more content coming soon. Thank you for joining us.